You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Gossip Girl After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Gossip Girl After Show. <gasps> what oh, up, After Buzzers? Today's about focusing. Okay, we are staying focused. We need tonight. a lot of focus. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another After Buzz TV After Show. Or Gossip Girl Season 6, the final season. Mm-hmm. Episode 7, Save the Last Chance. But before we do anything else, I am Roxy Stryer, along with Jessica King. Hello, hello, hello. And Sarah Stratton. Good evening. The beautiful oh, ladies so across proper. from me. Good evening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, tonight we're going to try to stay proper. Prim and proper. Prim and proper. Boys. And on our A-games. We are focused, we are strong, we are beautiful young women. <laughs> and that, seriously, I need that tonight. Okay, let's get right into it, though, before I start Wandering talking about some other, some other BS. Um, speaking of beautiful young women, Serena, you're her biggest fan, so I, I I'm know. looking at you, Jessica, for that one. I know. I know. So excited. Okay, this is probably like you were sitting in your bed, like, freaking out. Crying yes. when you see Serena and Dan actually working. I was. I was like gasping, like, oh, OMG. We've missed we missed last week because Thanksgiving dinners, etc. But last week is when we find out that Serena and Dan actually have that moment at the end where they're kissing. Yes. And then this week is when we see full blown relationship status. Can we call it that? I think so, yeah. I mean they're in bed, they motivate each other to go out and make amends. Seems pretty. Okay. They so, tell each other that they're the one. Yeah, because they said when they got together again, it would be the last time. And mm-hmm. Dan's like, I never wanted Blair. It was always you. Blow it out your ass, Dan. Like, my. Seriously? Ugh. What do you. Okay, can you guys comment on that? I agree. That's the biggest joke. Like, You've been in love with Blair for two seasons, right? And you told Serena that you wanted to basically like be with Blair before. Now you're changing your mind. Like you had these feelings underneath. I'm so confused. I'll admit, like Dan's been a little sketch this past season. It you know, you to say yes. I know, Dan. I love you. But um, and so yeah, like you don't know whether to believe him or not. Clearly, he's burned his bridges with all of his friends, and so it is a little weird that like Serena would fall into it like so fast. But She's in that vulnerable state, and they're meant to be, and so it's perfect. It's just perfect. Do they just have the most forgiving friends in all the world? Yeah. Because what's the deal? I mean, how many times can you screw somebody over? Isn't it fool me once, shame on you? Fool me twice, shame on me? How about fool me 54 times, yeah. shame on who? Seriously. 
Some no real real question. Don't have memories. Yeah, and it's like frustrating how we were talking about a couple weeks ago with like the writing and everything. Like you know, Dan apologizes, and it's just right away. Like, what do you want? Oh, okay. As long as you help me with my little plan, then we can be friends again. It's just like so unbelievable. You know, at least for me. I would I I hold grudges. It's my weakness, but I mean, uh, you hold TV character grudges. <laughs> I do. So do I. But I mean, I don't know. Like I get it. Like if you're like you know this whole Serena and Blair thing, like they're best friends and they're not friends and they're not best friends and whatever. And that's understandable if you're like really really best friends, I guess. But I don't know. Everything else, everyone else is just way too forgiving for me. I mean, Serena slept with Blair's Nate and then Blair's Dan. Mm-hmm. But in the same place. In the same place, on the same counter. Bizarre. But we do hear Blair say tonight in the episode, we, we'll talk more about her later, but she does say, listen, I forgive you because it's not like you it's slept with Chuck. Chuck. I would have scratched your eyes out. Yeah. And I guess Dan is Serena's Chuck in some ways. Yes. I guess. Totally. You cannot put them on the same level at all. I know. I agree. But it's the most. It's the closest she's ever known to having a Chuck. Except for the fact that she wanted to marry They're Steven. They're in love. OMG. They're meant to be. End of story. Dan and Serena forever. I kind of feel like you're going to carve that into a tree. Forever. Yes. S and D forever. S and Lonely Boy. LB. Okay, True. but this is the difference. I mean, both of both Blair and Serena have had these different other men that they've almost married, or in Blair's case, did marry. But the whole time, like, we saw Blair with, like, the Prince Louis, she was always going back to Chuck. But then you have Serena, who actually said she was in love with the old guy that I always forget his name. Steven. Steven. And she never was going back to Dan in that time. And she was with her teacher at some point, and she's been with Nate. And, but she's been pissed at Dan all this time because of what? Just because, like, I mean, they they keep going on and off with their friendship because of the whole book thing and all that stuff. And so, I don't know. And then she was pissed about the Blair stuff. So she's always mad at him about something. Well, maybe she has a right to be mad because speaking of the book thing. The very last thing we see in this episode, which we're going to cover right now because... Don't break my heart. I know, but Dan's exact quote, when Georgina calls, he says, I'm writing a Serena chapter. Guys, is this for real? I couldn't tell that he was back with Serena and was he just saying that to get Georgina off the phone or are we supposed to be thinking like, holy crap, he's just playing her? I, I want him to be lying. I just want Dan and Serena back together. And today, like, I totally believed it. The whole episode, they were so believable. They were so cute. They looked so happy. And so, I mean, I want to say that I think it's just to get Georgina off the phone, but I secretly don't believe that's true. So, I'm sad. So, they're going to play. Mean, maybe it's a good chapter? I mean, but isn't it the same thing that he did when he wrote the Blair chapter? He started spending more time with her and, like, you know, that's when he stayed at her house and whatnot. So we're seeing this pattern where, like, right before he's about to write a chapter about someone, he somehow manipulates them by getting a little closer to them and getting them to trust him a little more, and then he screws them over. Right, and we do have some spoilers about it, so stay tuned for that. But I guess we're going to have to wait and see Mm. whether he means it or not. I hope he doesn't. But anyway, so they go to make amends with all these people, and Dan makes amends with Chuck and Nate and his dad and Blair. Everyone. And Blair and Serena end up being 
besties again. Besties again. So how does this one happen? How does Serena and Blair become BFF again? Well, scheming. Through scheming, typical, typical. Scheming and, and fashion. Weird. That's, I feel like we've never seen that on the show before. <laughs> what do you know? The writers are being innovative now. So anyway, Serena goes and she's like, I am not moving until we're BFF. Her outfit was so cute in that scene, though. Why could we see her bra? I didn't understand. That's true. But it was still super cute. I thought why it was, was she cute? acting like a five-year-old? I, I don't understand I thought it was cute, too, but why could we... I don't understand why we could just see her bra. Yeah. It was, the yellow shirt was just the dead see-through. The was just, like, black. Yeah. I was shocked. There was a very similar outfit on a mannequin behind Blair, if anyone noticed, because I didn't. Really? <laughs> yeah, they were wearing, like, the same outfit. Okay, so anyway, what do we think about this? Them being BFF again, and this whole Blair fashion line. I don't know about them being, like, I don't know. I've already said that I don't think that they're true friends. They're kind of, like, fair-weathered friends whenever it's convenient for each other. Um, and then the whole fashion line thing, like, again... When Blair needed um, Serena's help, it, everything was great. They were besties again. I was like, thanks for everything. You're the best, whatever. And as soon as Blair thought, like, the second she thought that Serena was behind, you know, everything falling apart and Sage, you know, rebelling or whatnot. Right. Before even asking Serena, she's like, I knew it. You planned this. Like, she just, like, started blaming her and attacking her. And it's just like, come on. Like, what kind of friends are these? It's so frustrating for me to watch. Right. The problem is there's no such thing as the benefit of the doubt anymore because every time they've given it, they've been wrong. Yeah. So there's no trust. So even though Serena wasn't doing something bad, Blair's always going to assume she is. Yeah. And how does Serena, like, not even get upset about that? I'd be like, um, excuse me, like, say you're sorry because it's not true. You know, she's like, oh, my gosh, Blair, what are you talking about? You're so amazingly talented. It's like, go on. She's like, now everybody will know how talented my best friend really is. Yeah. Thanks. It's like, you just wrongfully accused me. Hello. Thoughts, Sarah. Sarah, you know what that rhymes with? What does that rhyme with? Blair. I'll take it. I love that. No, I was disappointed how this whole thing started because we saw a couple of episodes Blair trying to apologize and do the exact same thing to Serena. And I felt like when Blair apologized, it was a lot more like, come on, let's be friends. Let's talk about this. And Serena's like, I'm just going to sit here and wait and be annoying. And I was like, but then they both just have these aspects that they're not grown up. Mm-hmm. And there's no trust, and there's a lot of problems. So I agree with you. I agree that maybe they they somehow have to rekindle some sort of trust with each other. It's not worth having a friendship. I feel like they're not meant to be friends anymore. Okay, if they're not meant to be friends, and Blair's lost all of her other minions, except for Nellie, who's literally around every second now. Yeah. Like, Nellie has the biggest role in the show. Yeah. As of recently but then what kind of friend is Blair missing who would work in Blair's life as BFF number one I just wish the writers would acknowledge which obviously it's too late for this now with what like four episodes left but you know I'm sure everyone has gone through this four we got three three um, I know I've gone through this. Like, from high school, you know, you leave high school thinking that you have the best friends that you're ever going to meet. And then, you know, you go on to college or whatever you do next in your life. A lot of times you just grow out of those people. And it doesn't mean that you're not friends ever again. But you kind of just, like, come to a realization that 
that's not your best friend anymore and, and you've met other people who have bigger impacts in your life and that you've formed you closer bonds with. the years? You don't keep the same ones you've Yeah, exactly. I mean, Only? you definitely have, you know, like, when I go visit my family, like, I still have those high school friends who, at the time, I thought were, like, the, my best friends in the world and now, you know, they're they're friends and, and we're not, like, still trying to make this best friendhood work because we've both, you know, grown out of each other and, and they could still be acquaintances, Blair and Serena, but I wish they would just stop trying to to force this best friend thing. Well, because what do they have in common, really, at the core? Nothing. Like, we were talking about fashion and scheming, and neither of those are particularly substantial. Yeah. And they don't trust each other. Like, they don't confide in each other. Like, what's the point? They don't have the same passion. Exactly. Except for the men they go for seem to be the same frequently. They don't listen to each other. It's like, one always goes to the other with their problems and then doesn't want to wait and listen about the other person's problems. It's just, like, weird. But is it messed up that that being said, I still don't think it would be a good show and I don't want to see the finale with them not being friends? Like, I I need them to end on a good note together. At this point, that's what needs to happen because we've been with them for so many seasons and we've got three episodes left. So either they're going to be best friends or they're going to like not talk. I don't think you can really end this with a mediocre yeah. friendship that's back and forth. It has yeah. to be very black or white. And I just, I was just saying, like, I wish the writers would have acknowledged that, you know, we were talking about this last season about how their friendship just sucked. It's, like, non-existent. Clearly, at this point, it's too late, and you're going right. to have to just go with the flow, whatever, you know. But, I don't know, it bothers me to just see this back-and-forth fair-weathered friendship. Speaking of fair-weathered friends, though, what about this monarchy that we have come up in this episode? So, basically, we, for the first time ever, hear about the fact that Blair, when she was in high school started a thing called the monarchy, which is the five, what are they called, the big five, the, oh, the, five, the five family, the five family, so the best five um, uh, private schools in Manhattan or in New York, wherever, one girl from each school is elected and they all come together and they're Don Constance, Don whatever, from wherever they're from, and they have meetings and they help with each other and do fake girl things, whatever it is. So, obviously, Sage is Don Constance, mm-hmm. and Blair needs Sage's help, mm-hmm. so she has a monarchy meeting. I she mean, demands. She, it, she founded it. Yeah, which is, like you said, funny that we never heard of it in the past. Right, but the mob is more important than Royal the crown. crown, so we started switching to Don. Like, why do they add in all these random weird things all the time? That, like wouldn't hurt or help the show otherwise right. if it were in there or not, you know? It's, like, bizarre. All these new characters, all these new girls, and I'm like... Although I will say I did like this... I did like the idea we haven't talked about yet because we weren't here last week. What did you guys think about Blair deciding to start this uh, line of clothing for uniforms? I think I, it's a great idea. I mean, you should have thought of that a long time ago. Like, her and... and uh, Serena were notorious, especially Serena, for making their uniforms not look like uniforms back when they were in high school. And so um, I think it's something that she should have figured out years ago. Right. Yeah, I think it's definitely a great niche. I thought, I was like convinced in my mind before that hideous white dress came out that Blair was going to go down the line of making lingerie. And I was like, (laughs) go for it. She has great taste. (laughs) No, but this whole new spin, I actually really liked it. Me too. Like, it was something that was really her own and like 
it was a fresh new idea and I I thought it was good. I thought it was creative and if I was in high school, I would want to buy some of those uniforms. Totally. And I would want to buy them for the holidays. And if this was real life, you know how you would do it? You know how you'd buy the uniform for the holidays? I was like, how you'd you buy, buy a uniform for the holidays? You know where I'm going with this. Now I do. So, if you want to buy a uniform for the holidays or something else, because it would be kind of weird to buy a uniform for the holidays, basically what I'm saying is, we're bringing Amazon back, baby. It hasn't gone anywhere, but we just haven't been talking about it. And we got to bring it back because it's holiday season. So, if you're like, what the hell are you talking about? We have linked up with Amazon so that if you're buying something off of Amazon, first go to AfterBuzzTV.com and then click on the Amazon link. It will bring you right to Amazon and then you can continue your shopping as you want. We get a little bit of the percentage of the money you spend. You don't spend any more. We get some win-win. You guys help us. We help you just by being here, I guess, and showing our love. And this will help show your support. So you got to do holiday shopping, siblings, parents, boyfriend, girlfriend. And everyone loves yourself. Amazon. Everybody's on Amazon all the time. Just go to AfterBuzz and click on that link. Yeah. And there you go. And get that uniform because, you know, yes, for the holidays. I will pass on my Christmas gift from Roxy. I, my transitions <laughs> could use a little work. I understand. I get it, guys. No, actually, your transitions Whatever. are usually really great. Just saying. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And the gift of giving. <gasps> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We missed it. Oh, yeah. Turkey day. I know. But isn't it weird because of Sandy, all these episodes are pulled back, mm-hmm. um, pushed forward one week. So next week we're going to see the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. But it's like, wah, a little wah, late there. Kind of late. Yeah. And if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I hate that I wasn't able to talk to you guys last week and it was Thanksgiving and I missed you and you guys weren't on and I'm pissed at you or I love you guys anyway, you know where you tell us? Where? iTunes. 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 No, seriously, you guys show us YouTube love. We love it. Twitter love. We love that. Except for Sarah. Sarah, get a Twitter hashtag. But also, we need you to go to our iTunes comment. Five star us. Rate. Subscribe. We will give you a shout out if you leave your Twitter handle on the show. So show us some love there because we need it. Okay. Anyway, moving on from this Blair, Serena... Is this going to last? Yes, we're saying... Yeah, I think it'll last through the end of the show. All the way through the end? No. No way. Blair and Serena? There's no. a couple more up and downs? There's at least one No, but up. I mean, I think it's going to end on, like, a high note. Like, on uh, them. So in the future? Well, I mean, in the three-episode future. <laughs> you never know what could happen. Um, come back from the dead, come back to the show. It happens true. all the time. <laughs> Just as a final note on the clothing line, I loved that they said, devotion to clothes trumps five family loyalty. Yes. Oh, that's really good friendship there. So, stamp of approval on... Apparently there's no friendships in the Upper East Side. It's non-existent. I thought, except for Nate, but... We're not talking about that yet, but seriously, I was like, he's such a good guy. He's such an amazing it friend. It was. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I have to say one thing on that note, though. This is totally just uh, before we leave Blair and, oh, okay. and all of this. I want to say that I loved it when Nellie was like, Blair tried to blackmail me. And then outed her and was just so upfront right. about all the scheming. I was like, if everyone just did this, then there wouldn't be any problems. Because we never would expect them to do that. And it would be so much better. It was like a light bulb. I was like, 
learn. Because it was just like a fat picture of Nelly. Who cares? You're skinny and gorgeous now. Yeah. Everyone's had their glasses. awkward days. Trendy. <laughs> not trendy. No. Flipping your hands upside down is not trendy. <laughs> I'm trendy, whatever. Um, wait, just as a side story, my grandma's email is trendybo, but it's like trendybo, like bohemian, and I always, when I get emails from her, I think it's so funny. Trendybo. <laughs> what? What? You're so weird. She just got her nose pierced. Anyway. OMG. Yeah, bizarre. Mm-hmm. So, moving on to talk about another OMG weirdo. Charlie, and what are you still doing on the show? And what are you doing with your love life? Please get killed off. William Vanderwoodson and Charlie. How did they meet? How did this happen? We definitely thought she was on the phone with Ivy all this time. With Lola. Uh, Yeah, with Lola. Lola Ivy, not Charlie Ivy. So the daughter of the guy she's now Somebody explain yeah. Somebody just for clarification purposes, what actually is going on? What I understand is that Charlie Ivy actually loves Mr. Vanderwoodson. Yes. Which is Whoa. disgusting. I thought that Rufus was disgusting. This is more disgusting. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's somehow more disgusting. And she doesn't love Rufus at all and has been faking that and now wants in all in order to sabotage Lily. Because she wants to get Rufus so drawn in and in love with her that he'll be willing, that he won't turn back to Lily. So, right. Charlie Ivy and William met when he was supposedly trying to help her get all of her money issues squared away from, um, what's the granny's name? Cece. Cece. Right. And um, now she's head over heels for him, and they're scheming together. What do you know? Why is William so intent on taking down Lily? Even though we we know that he was after Lily for a little bit, wanted to be with her again. And she said no. Why? I have no idea. I'm really confused. This is the mother of his children, you would think. Yeah. And he's like, he's been out of the picture. And they've always been cordial, kind of, haven't they? Up until now. This whole thing, I'm like, mmm... I don't know, Gossip Girl. There has to be something else behind it. Like, maybe he wants Charlie Ivy's money. And he's playing her. I think he, yeah. Because, I mean, he, I feel like she's going to get screwed over in the end because she's so in love with him and he seems so uninterested. Yeah. Like, every time she hugs him, like, she's just, like, throwing herself at him, like, as long as we have each other. And he's just like, yeah, pat on the back. And so I think that there's something up with that. He has some kind of ulterior motive. And I can't help but think of the money because she has, like, this enormous amount of money that she's just, like, wasting away. Maybe he wants the the money for his actual daughter or something. But the daughter gave it away, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so confusing. It is confusing, but I did, like, you know how typically the way Gossip Girl phrases things were, like, mm, seriously. This was, although I don't know if... It, how far-fetched this is if I don't know if I believe it but I do like the way that she phrased it sometimes part the partner in crime is more shocking than the crime itself yeah so 
That was definitely a shock. Yeah, I mean, we were surprised. And nobody expected that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So that I was like one that. of my gasping moments. He's, but was it unexpected because it doesn't make sense? Right, exactly. So. But they led us to believe all the time that she's been scheming with Lola. True. So, I mean, it was, even though it didn't make mm-hmm. sense, that's not what was going through my mind. I was just like, what? Like, he's back? Are you kidding me? And then, like, what? They're in a relationship? Are you kidding me? I feel me? like that's the phrase of the season. Yeah. Just, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know he's alive again. <laughs> but the, honestly, the phrase of last season was "wah wah," like it was all just like, huh? a, mm. <laughs> and this one is "what, what, what?" Yeah. So I'm um, definitely this season. Maybe it's only because it's short and I see an end in sight, but I'm for sure digging it. Even though it's far fetched, and even though guys, I can't believe Gossip Girl is getting under a million every week viewers. Really? Every week they got down to point six. Wow really not doing well, that well. that goes to show why the season is ending i know through i was Sad. really upset with that and i think it was all really based on last season it was such a bummer yeah i know a lot of gossip girl fans well i guess they're not fans anymore but had have told me that they were huge fans in the beginning and then they just like fell off and i'm like oh, come on season one two yeah season three mm-hmm. season four yeah season five mm-hmm season six we're getting back up there yeah but it doesn't make sense none of it makes sense but at least it's still keeping our interest we don't mind that it doesn't make sense yeah I mean there's always that love there there's this unconditional love for as much as certain people Serena make me mad Uh, I still love it so we haven't even mentioned because uh, once again we weren't here but we're talking right now about how they're trying to take down Lily but we haven't even talked about this whole painting thing Mm -hmm. So, so you know I would definitely think if I had my life's biggest secret, I wouldn't keep it in my vault where I keep all the stuff that is really important. I wouldn't keep it in any of my millions of safes and banks in different countries. I wouldn't keep it. I would keep it behind a painting. Yeah. Which just so happens to be the one painting that Lily chooses to go to auction. Right. What? Right. Which I'm confused. Like, has that been there, like, all these years, years? And it just never got moved? Like, they never felt the need to rearrange some furniture or decor or whatever? It's just, like, kind of odd to me. But it really has. That painting's been here for all six seasons. Hmm. But that's weird. Of <laughs> a rainbow lady. Uh, yeah. What was the name of the painting? I wrote it down somewhere. Oh, it was... No, it was a Richard Phillips painting, but I don't know what it was called. The Rainbow Lady, probably. I'm just going to call Rainbow it Rainbow Lady, Lady Works. Right. So anyway, Charlie Ivy steals it, steals the backing of it. Well, she it. buys the painting right. at the auction. And then Chuck buys it from well, her. Rufus buys Rufus it. Rufus buys it with her money. Sugar mama. Like money. It was... Sorry, somehow I'm focused. She, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it was, I was just like... it was. Oh, as usual, sometimes they push it just a little bit too much. Like, oh, but she knew that there had to be something else with the painting. Yeah. There had to be something Like, that's more. the first thing you check. It was, it was weird. Strange. But then I guess Chuck did say there's something that I need from that when he wanted to buy oh, it from I, her. Yeah, I forgot about that. So I guess that would make sense. Okay. The one thing. So I needed to throw anyway, a party somehow. Yeah. So. Anyway, though, so then what happens with this painting and the situation? Charlie thinks she has all the stuff, but Rufus sees Charlie kissing another man, doesn't know it's William, getting in the car, and then Lily had already contacted him, so he kind of knew what was up, and he didn't really know what was up, but he knew that he should help Lily because he knew that Charlie wasn't in love with him anymore because she told him that he was with somebody else, so he stole it, but we didn't know he stole it, and then she went to go, like, frame... 
uh, bar, make it look like they had slept together. I'm take pictures and gave him the package. But Chuck walks in right at that moment, and Chuck walks in, and it's like all oh, big clusterfuck. And I'm like, what's going on? And then, and then Chuck gets the text <sighs> messages, and the text messages from uh, Nate and from, no, no, Dan. from Dan saying that Lily has the information. So Chuck walks out, and my favorite line of the episode is when Chuck says, "You're right. You know me so well." To Woo! Bart. How sad is it? Get it, Chuck. That the two (laughs) most, the two closest people to Lily, other than like her daughter, are both willing to. I don't know if like how far they would have gone to like you know sell her out, but they're both willing. But they're both willing to take that step to you know like almost do it. But he wasn't and, and um, Bart would but Chuck wouldn't because Chuck's a good guy and Bart's an asshole and he needs to be gone but Lily didn't but get that's that. that's not and, true. And like, then Lily burned it in the flames and we're yelling save the last chance, save the last chance. See what I did there? <laughs> Chuck didn't get his chance though because Bart beat him to it. No. Even though Chuck said he had a plan, I know, I get it. But he would still, never I feel like Lily. it would have backfired and something would have ended up happening in Lily's... Um, Lily wasn't even going to be at the fashion show. Something would have happened where she ended up having to go or getting a last minute invite or something. Why do you hate my boyfriend so much? That's just how Gossip Girl works. Mm-hmm. What do you have against him? Nothing. Nothing at all. I feel like there's a lot of hostility right now. <laughs> Break it up, Sarah. All, Break it up. Maybe we should all calm down. <laughs> we'll just we'll just schedule a little plane crash, and that's supposed to happen, right? Intervention. Anyway, I felt so bad for Chuck as he's sitting there, and he's like, "I lost the only parent that ever picked me." And Nate's like, "About that, I blew it." Yeah. Yeah, Nate, you blew it. Okay, but he's how can, being blackmailed. But how can somebody just? How can somebody just? own half your business and you don't even know like how could that be allowed when he signed off on that thing shouldn't Nate have to have known you would think it really didn't make well we knew that he had a benefactor mm-hmm. we knew that he was getting money from an investor so maybe that's like the si- like where he thought it was like the same person that should be cray y'all <laughs> yeah what it's she ridiculous said. Yeah. how preach to the choir baby okay okay oh, man oh snap no, no sound bites there. No. no. Not, oh, there we go. I was like, is this oh, going to keep going? Just on that? No. Do you want a snapping one? Do you have another snapping one? Oh, that was it. Oh, <laughs> Perfect. No, but I totally forgot what I was saying. Nate, Bart. He had Nate, a benefactor. He had an investor. What was the reason that Bart got invested in the first place? So that now totally he can so that he could blackmail, blackmail Nate. Nate. Did he know that he was going to have to blackmail Nate? Yeah, because remember, Bart actually approached Nate about it from the beginning because Dan wrote that article that said that Nate's business was kind of about to, like, flop. And so that's when Bart approached him and was like, I have a proposition. You're raising your hand, Roxy. Call me. Yes, How Roxy. How can I help you? Um, so Nate is in need of money. Yes. Um, Chuck? Question? Ch- Chuck? Serena, Blair, Charlie Ivy, Charlie Ivy. Really, there was nobody who could help b- dig him out of this hole. He wants to do it on his own. 
I feel like I relate. I relate with that because I hate asking people for favors, especially financial favors. And so he probably, you know, all of his friends are doing well for themselves no, and supporting themselves. I'm saying once he knew that Bart was involved, he could have been like, Chuck, your father is blackmailing me. I need to buy him out. Yeah, but I feel like he was cornered already, and that's when Bart called. I'm thinker. Good idea. Problem solver. (laughs) You know. I mean, Chuck obviously hates Bart enough that he wants to hurt him. Yeah. So, weird situation with the fire and the burning, and how are we going to solve this? Is Chuck going to find anything else? Horrific. I I mean, how is he going to get another? Blair says he will. But that also, does that not bother you guys that, like, whenever Chuck, you know, obviously he's very invested in this whole situation. And whenever he gets, like, down and out about something, like, tonight, he's like, I'll never find another one. And then she just makes it sound so simple, like, we'll find another one. And it's like, no, we won't. Like, it's not that easy. That's not what bothers me. What bothers me is that whenever she's down, she still wants to be with him. But when he's down, he's like, we aren't going to be together. Like that's not what a partnership is, because you don't care about Chuck. <laughs> I hate you. I don't yeah, really. I love you, but I love Chuck Rossi. more. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, so I'm, I'm kidding. Again, I'm kidding. <laughs> It'll be okay. All right, focus. Back to Chuck. Just think about Chuck. <laughs> Such good things. I just love him. Exactly. And eventually, they will be together. Okay. And things will be okay. Should we get to some news and gossip? Have we covered the episode um, pretty much? I think think we got that. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. Well, I mean, the ultimate thing, after Bart and Chuck failed to get the... Microfilm? Microfilm. Rufus stole Um. it. Because he saw Ivy oh, yeah, that whole Rufus thing. making out with William. And obviously Rufus and Lily had that nice little moment. And we know where that's going to go. Yes. And now she spikes her chamomile. So that was... Didn't she go to AA or something? Like, wasn't she an alcoholic and had to quit drinking for a while? So. She was. Yeah. Good, And good. she had to wear, like, a... Oh, no, that's house arrest. Never mind. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> that was a different Totally problem. different time. <laughs> so you're right. Now that we've mentioned that, though, is there anything else we need to say about it? I feel like... No. There's not much to it. Yeah. No. Just they're, they're trying to not throw it in the last episode. They're trying to ease us into Lily Rufus. So basically, I mean... Basically, who's together Rufus and, who's and Lily together? are going to get back together... Uh, Dan and Serena are going to get back together, and eventually Chuck and Blair are going to get back together. What else? What about William and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, He's going to break her heart. Nate's just, Nate's going to become the new lonely boy. (gasps) Sage is gone. She's done after this week. No, she's not. (laughs) Wait for some news and gossip. Damn it! Let's get to it. There's a lot of people you want to kill off this show. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just want the OGs. I got to pull this shit up on my phone, yo. I don't know what's wrong with Oh, me that's sometimes. a cool song, not. <laughs> okay, we're going to start with some news and gossip, and then we'll get to the spoilers. So, Lee Meester's continuing to try to break her Gossip Girl mold, which, you know, she cut her hair, etc. And now she did a risque photo shoot for Flaunt magazine, which was shot in a 70s-style 
um, makeup, whatever, whole situation. She's surrounded by naked men. There's some pictures of her with girl-on-girl action. There's, like, this girl, like, almost grabbing her tits. And there's some side boobs, some side boob, some dominatrix-type outfits. Like, girl's going on. She looks great. You can barely recognize her, though, in the little bob and... That's Shakray. You know what? She's like basically naked. Good for her because I think Leigh Meester is hot. She and is. Her gossip her legs, girl character mm-hmm. does not do her justice. Like the way that they do her hair and makeup on the show, like she needs to like sex it up a little bit. But I feel um, like she's been all over the map though, like right. with her career, like outside of Gossip Girl, like which is good. Strong. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. She. I mean, you said breaking the mold, but I feel like she's just putting. All these different personas on. I think it's yeah. great. Yeah, that's I'm um, saying breaking the mold of this, but which she's always trying to do because this was her first big role, of course. Anyway, so there have been rumors that Blake and Ryan are having issues. Already? Okay, what are we two months in? Apparently, he lashed out at her for seeing pictures of her and Penn Badgley, which we know is her ex-boyfriend, of them laughing and hugging. Did this actually happen? I'm saying no. Well, I think what I, I I was reading a little bit about this, and it goes further where where they were together was like the Gossip Girl wrap up party, right? Mm. Did you think they were gonna have a bad time with each other? Yeah, the Gossip and they're Girl probably wrap-up? drunk. Whatever. I just can't he's, picture Ryan yeah, being probably. upset about that. He's an actor; he gets it. I think that somebody's trying to cause drama where there was none. Especially going into it knowing that they're gonna both be there together. Like, I'm sure they're, he doesn't expect them to just ignore each other. I bet he was there, too. Like, yeah, just and sense. once you're married, I'm sure he's way confident in his relationship. I mean, come on. He be sexy, yo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, there's a new movie called Parts Per Billion, which is bringing together, speaking of Penn Badgley, mm-hmm. Penn Badgley, with Rosario Dawson and Josh Hartnett. Mm. It's about um, three couples. It's the interwoven story of three couples that are forced to make life-altering decisions in the face of a war. It's shooting this December in Detroit, Michigan. Wow. Detroit. Penn Badgley in like a... That'll be a different So we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. Anyway, moving on to some spoilers. If you don't want to hear them, spoiler alert. Turn that shit down. Spoiler alert. So, you know what? We can actually do our spoiler alerts and our predictions all at once because these are half spoilers, half Half predictions. predictions. So, spoiler alert predictions. Spoiler Spoiler alert predictions. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. What did I say about trying to focus tonight? It's not working, guys. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so. Serena and Dan are throwing a Thanksgiving together next week. Yay! Two weeks too late. Who's invited? Lily. Chuck. Nate. Everyone. Sage. This is going to work out great. (laughs) Blair. Georgina. Bart. Someone gets punched. Who's going to show up? That's who comes. Oh, that's who does come. Yes, from what I hear. Um, Nate beats up Dan. Yeah, Nate has some like for animosity meanings. towards him still. And Dan officially writes his last expose, but he doesn't know whether to publish it or not. Is it about Serena? I'm assuming. <gasps> OMG! And then, of course, we see Serena somehow running into Steven. Ugh. Probably has to do with him dropping off Sage at Thanksgiving. Hmm. That's weird that Wait, she wouldn't be spending Thanksgiving with her dad. Sage is on the list. Lily, Chuck, Nate, Sage, Blair, Georgina, Bart, and of course Dan and Serena who are Wait, throwing Does that mean Nate and Sage are back together? I don't know. 
wouldn't Wait, have when to. Did why they break else would up? she be there? Oh yeah, they did break up. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I don't know why Rufus isn't there. Get rid of Sage. Get her out of here. Maybe he is. Maybe somebody's missing something. Maybe my information's false. Maybe I feel like if Sage is there, it's because she gets back together with Nate. There's no other reason for her to be I there, don't. especially if Wes isn't. But guys, you know how tonight we kept saying what? Do you know what the title of next week's episode is called? What? It's called It's Really Complicated. Oh, jeez. As if we need more complication. This week wasn't complicated. (laughs) It's really complicated, is the title. (laughs) Thank you for that warning. Um, I think we figured that out by now, Gossip Girl. So, we're going to really need to pay attention. We're going to be back. Do we have any other predictions other than. The obvious that we talked about? No, I was kind of disappointed. Like, the preview for next week was super short. I was like, what's going on? Usually, like, you, it gives you a little time to get into it. And I feel like all we saw was Thanksgiving dinner and a punch and Steven, and then that's it. I'm just so confused how Steven and Sage got back. That's all I really am interested Nate in. Nate and Sage? No, Steven. How did Steven get back here? Oh, I just don't know. We'll have to wait. We'll have to wait until next week. So, if you're confused, which I'm sure you're going to be, about it's really complicated, you're going to want to tune in next week. But until then, you're going to want to contact us, us as in me and Jessica, not as in Sarah, because she's blowing it. Sarah, get Twitter. Where can we find you? Find me on Twitter, not Sarah, because she doesn't have Twitter, but find me on Twitter at I am Jessica King. At Roxy Stryer. And until it's really complicated, XOXO babies. XOXO relapse. Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 